0: like, yeah, uh, no, action news, and now your host, Mike Lutheran. <laughs> I'm totally gonna use that too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on The Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. I am also one of the hosts of this wonderful podcast that we have here, but I am not alone in this podcast endeavor. I have two wonderful co-hosts joining me every time we talk about geeky nerdy stuff here at The Diner. Let me go ahead and introduce them. First up, we've got the man, the myth, the legend. He is the hardest working man in the podcasting industry with multiple shows. He's got our sports podcast called GGR Post Game. He's also got his own solo joint that is called The Overflow. He's also a wonderfully talented musician. His name is MC Brooks.
1: Damn skippy, I like CNN, Creed, and Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I saw that on Facebook earlier, it cracked me. That's, that's <laughs> <tough>. <laughs> it's, good, it's good yeah when when scott Stapp said can you take me high? that that meant a lot to me it really it hit me, me. It really spoke to me yeah in co-host seat number two when it comes to the knowledge of geeky nerdy things when it comes to the knowledge of television shows of movies uh in particular if you go back and you listen to the episodes we had with daryl mansell the Um, leader of Paprika, we found out that he is also well-versed in all things sitcoms, especially from the 80s. Um, So much so, he's so knowledgeable that we refer to him here as the professor, but he's also a wonderfully talented visual artist. I would say with all the endeavors I've done with trying to learn digital art, he is like my maestro, he's my my Yoda, teaching me the way of the force when it comes to drawing things. His name is James Rambo. When's
0: the last time you guys watched My Cousin Benny? You should you should watch the movie again. It's, it's as good as you remember. Is it really?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Also, um <laughs> I don't know if this will enhance or ruin the experience for you, but I'll share it anyway. Um, in HD, it is really fucking obvious that Joe Pesci's face has been taped back to make him look younger. So <laughs> that there's a massive age difference between him and, uh, Mar-
2: <laughs> and Marissa Tomei.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure he's also wearing a wig the entire time.
2: <laughs> were these magic grits? Did you get these grits from the same place that Jack got his beanstalk <laughs> beans signs <laughs> <beanstalk laughs> <on? laughs> Oh yeah. I do love that movie. Uh, yeah, guys, let's talk. Um, all this fun, jovial conversation we're having about things. Let's bum everyone the fuck out and talk about The Last of Us. <laughs> like. If you Run haven't down the room if you didn't know what you were getting yourself into with this show I don't know what to tell you because this this is the thing about this show so far this is kind of my like my starting remarks here and we'll kind of go round table about this um, every single episode is a fucking bummer but it's so well done and so well executed that like I keep coming back for more. Like, I feel like a glutton for punishment because I know it's just going to get worse and, like, sadder. But, like, it is it is just a really, really well-done show. Everybody is just, like, acting their face off every single time they're on screen. Um, Patriot Pascal just proves again, time and time again, that this dude, first off, will always take care of any orphan children um, whenever given to him. He will just do it because that's what he does. But also that he's just a consummate professional when he's acting. The guy just, like... Is, is amazing. I'm really really impressed with him, and I'm glad that like the Mandalorian kind of sh- showing a spotlight on him. I mean, but if that didn't Narcos did too. Um, but like now he, he's gotten to host Saturday Night Live. Like you're getting to see like his range that he's actually pretty funny as well. Like yeah, I'm just I'm really really glad that like people are getting to see how talented this dude is. Um, but also the girl who plays Ellie. Um, I, I blanked on her name because I Bill Ramsey Thank you. I should research these things and have them pulled up um, because I definitely had a tab open for it earlier and then closed it like an idiot. But yeah, she's outstanding as well. The supporting cast that we see pop in here. I was really excited to see Graham Greene. Graham Greene was the uh, Native American man that uh, was living in the cabin. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love seeing him because he pops up and stuff. He was in Dances with Wolves, one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm -hmm. Um, But he like, yeah, just seeing him, I'm like, oh, it's Graham! Graham's here, sweet! Like, I'm so excited to see him. Um, even though you know we're in the middle of a, a post-apocalyptic world, um, it's just exciting to see a friend. Um, but yeah, just overall, just I'm, I'm enjoying the shit out of this show. Um, it, even though it's it's just an absolute bummer of a trip, but um, just really really well executed. Um, the last two episodes in particular, episode five and episode six, um. Wow, episode five. Let, let's start with that. Let's do them in order. Yeah. We'll talk about each episode first, and then we'll, we'll yeah. Um, yeah, so just like quick response on, on how you guys feel about the show so far. Um, MC, we'll start with you, and then Rambo, um, since, because you guys have both played the game, but you, MC, you were saying that it's been so, such a long time, you don't really remember.
1: It's Yeah, it's been pro- probably a decade or close to a decade since the last time I've played it, so um i don't really remember a lot from the game yeah but but even if i had the thing i think that's noteworthy about the show is the show is expanding on a lot in a lot of ways um in ways that the game didn't i think we talked about this when we uh the with the episode with uh with bill and um i can't remember his partner's name um frank with it yeah bill and frank like like in the game, you didn't give as much backstory. Like all of that, that like all that stuff from the episode was not part of the game. From from my memory alive, it was added to kind of really flesh out that story in a way that in the game Frank was already like was already dead, and like most of which you knew was what Bill kind of told you in your interactions with him. Yeah, so I think that that's 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 kind of great. But um, even even like with this so far, I think that's kind of like the great thing about adaptations. Um, and, and what makes this one a great adaptation in itself is the fact that it is separating itself from the game in terms of where it decides to explore the character beats and everything, while still maintaining a lot of the feel that you had, like the uneasiness <laughs> in watching uh, in watching the characters kind of go through the the the, the story. I mean, I I, I kind of love it, you know, uh, <laughs> and it kind it also makes me happy to see that we're. You know, we're 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 finally seeing the guard change and going from, well, there's no way we'll ever get good video game adaptations of things to, uh, yes, the fuck we can. Yeah, <laughs> we very clearly are getting uh, getting good adaptations, and The Last of Us just just goes to show that there's a there's a method to it, uh, a way that you can do it even when you are like uh, not you're not going beat for beat like the game, but you are still holding on to the spirit of it and expanding on it and making it its own thing. Um, which is great. I'm, I'm loving it. You know, like I, I, uh, I, you know, for transparency, like I didn't, I didn't watch, uh, I didn't watch anything the last three weeks caught up today on, um, on everything. And immediately just a few minutes into episode five, I was like, Oh yeah, I remember what I loved about this show so much. You know, when, when we started watching it and reviewing a few weeks back, like it's really fucking good. It's really detailed. It's really well acted, and like there isn't much you can pick apart. Like there are things you can nitpick here and there, but there isn't much that you can pick apart and be like, "Oh yeah, that's that makes this this bad," you know. Um, like the only thing you can do is if you're doing like the like the whole Ben Shapiro, they're doing the zombie show, but there are no zombies in it, kind of thing.
2: That was a really um, good Shapiro impersonation, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would say it, um, it, it it kind of fails
0: because I didn't immediately want to punch you in the face,
1: which I'm, I'm very glad. I'm, That's I'm true. Right. I, I just, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, man, don't half ass it. I like just really <laughs> incite yeah, that rage.
2: You gotta really lean into really, it. And, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm I'm okay with never. I'm okay with never doing that. <laughs> yeah,
2: I love I love watching him just get owned. It, it is it's, one of my favorite things. It he is, was on. Yeah. He was on Bill Maher, and I can't remember who the uh, who the the black man that was on the show with him was. But he starts talking oh. about critical race theory, and this dude, he goes, you know what's funny? He's like, when my great great grandfather escaped slavery and then fought in the hundred and first division of of black soldiers for the um for the Union, and they, you know, they ended the war and defeated the Confederacy. You know, I don't think he ever thought that he would be sitting on a stage where somebody was just like, hey, none of that shit happened. And Ben Shapiro gets so yeah. fucking mad, and it's it is fucking Nance. hilarious. Yes, it's like even even if like even if his response was not 100 percent accurate i don't care just watching ben shapiro get so fucking irate and just like scream again it's like it's like watching a toddler get mad and you're just like look at you like you're gonna do something get the fuck out of my face like oh my god
1: it it also kind of makes me happy that like uh clips of uh neil degrasse tyson like Mm -hmm. explaining to him with science, why he is wrong about oh, yeah. uh, trans people? Yeah, it's making the rounds again. I've, i got, I got a bunch of clips on TikTok uh, today. I've seen it in my reels. Like, I, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but getting back to uh, Last of Us, like, it's, it's just, it's really well done. And I think the thing that I've enjoyed most about it, and we, we, we talked about this with the Bill and Frank episode too, is the fact that you, you, you are getting us invested in these characters that we're beating for the first time in the same episode and you know making us feel all the worst feels by the time the dramatic or tragic thing inevitably takes place yeah and i think episode five is most is 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 definitely a big example of that like i i kind of um yeah i I kind of got a really excited about like, oh, Ellie's going to have a friend. You know, Ellie, Ellie and Sam are going to have friends. And then, yeah. like, when when that last – because it was – like, I I remember looking at the timestamp. Uh, there are seven minutes left in the episode when you're just – when it, that moment hits and you're like, oh, no.
2: Something yeah. about to go wrong. Yeah. And, like, you know – because Ellie does the thing with her hand where she slices her hand. She's like, my blood yeah. can fix you. And I'm like – is it gonna work no it it can't there's no way it can't wait will it yeah oh yeah that was that was heartbreaking
1: it it really was and like i said it's just yeah it's a they they do such a good job like because one of the other things i really loved about this episode were the the conversations between uh henry and joel about like do when you know whether doing a bad thing make you a bad person and like the judgment when when joel found out Oh, you're a contributor. What was it? Oh, collaborator. Collaborator, yeah. You're, you're, a coll- you're a collaborator, but then also learning like, you know, like you being this thing doesn't make you being you doing this thing where you, you know, it caused harm to someone's family. It doesn't yeah. make you the worst thing ever just because, you know, unfortunately, the circumstances by, by which you guys have to operate have forced you to make choices. And they're not easy choices, but, you know, you do what you you ultimately do what you got to do. It's this this show is just incredibly well written. It pulls on your emotional, uh, your emotional heartstrings. Like I don't think there's been a bad acting performance so far. No. I've I've kind of enjoyed I've I've enjoyed everything, and I've I've kind of really loved the slow burn of watching uh, both Joel and Ellie like really get closer to each other. And I think that really is highlighted by close to the end of episode six before the tragedy of that episode happens
2: yeah
1: um but yeah like it's it's super well done and like it it's like this has become like must watch tv for me now like i oh I, yeah I think my thing set my my thing set for tomorrow like all right comes on tomorrow at this time got to make sure i'm gonna be parked you know parked in my bed or in my chair watching watching the episode like it's, it's not a something oh i'm to, i need to wait until Monday or Tuesday to watch, and I'm like, no, I need, I, I need, I, I want to watch this live.
2: Yeah, same. Because like I, um, the first I didn't watch the first two episodes until like the day before we recorded, and like I don't want to say I regretted it, but like a little bit. Yeah, I was like, this is, it, it, it hooked me in, immediately, and like, man, after that that Bill and Frank episode, I was like, they mm. can't get more tragic. Boy, was I wrong. Um. Because I think episode five was even more gut-wrenching um, just because of, I mean, for me, like taking care of a, a younger person, you know, that's my kid. Um, and if something like that were to happen, like the knee-jerk reaction that he had to, to, you know, spoilers, by the way, if you're not aware. Yeah. <laughs> um, when, when Henry has to make the decision to kill Sam, and he does it to save Ellie and he kills his own brother. That was, that was fucking heart. Oh my God. That was awful. And he was like, what have I done? What have I done? And Joel's like, Henry, Henry, put the gun down, put the gun down. And then Henry to use the TikTok term on the lives himself. Yeah. Like that was, Oh my God, that was awful. That was brutal. But like, I think it's so brutal because anybody who cares for anyone understands exactly how that feels. And Mm -hmm. they there's this good horror does this where when situations pop up like that, you could kind of see not see yourself in those shoes. Yeah, you could see yourself doing something like that in that situation. And it's it's that's why it's so impactful, because you're just like, man, that was brutal. But fuck do I understand?
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And especially when given like just a few moments earlier in that episode, he was about to sacrifice himself before the clickers before the clicker showed up when um yeah. uh the the woman whose name i, I don't remember right now she, you know when they when they find them basically and i thought like i, kathleen, I, I was yeah. thinking uh, yeah kathleen yeah i uh, was like i was thinking like oh man this stuff i was like uh oh, this this is about to be something really tragic and it but like then what's gonna happen to sam if this ends up being that yeah and you know it just it just happened to get much worse after yeah. that and then i think a lot about like you just go through something really traumatic in escaping that scenario, where you're getting all these clickers coming at you, and you're witnessing people die around you, and you're barely able to to make it. And it really seems like you you got you got you you found your way out, and then you didn't. Right, right yeah. on the cusp, right on the cusp of, of 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 getting out in ways that you had only dreamed up to that point. It, it all gets snatched from you. And then you think about like you're the one who had to make the decision in that moment. And in, in Henry's case, that split second decision to go from, you know, pointing your gun at Joel to be like, like, stay back to. And then having the realization to deal with what you just did, what you had to do, which is yeah. the tragedy of it all, too, because it's yeah. not even like there was there was an alternative at that point. And, uh, I gotta say too, like the um, the the little tablet he was using, the "I'm sorry" being on there at the end, like. Broke oh me. yeah, yeah. Like that that shit that shit that 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 got me extra hard. Like if if, if the previous stuff didn't make me cry, that absolute that got me because yeah, just, wow.
2: Yeah, and like just seeing the relationship between them as brothers, and like him his older brother, just doing everything he could to protect his little brother was just like. It was awesome. Um Yeah. Oh. And,
1: and and I know we'll talk about it in episode yeah. six, but it also really foreshadows kind of like why Joel was the way he was in episode six when he finally ran into Tommy and they had several seem like kind of difficult conversations, you know, once they got past the, you know, the joy of seeing that each other was still alive about like how they each got to this point in their relationship to begin with. Because I think that that was that was a big thing at the beginning of, of episode six, why Joel like kind of had that panic attack, <laughs> um, right after they left the um, those folks' place. I can't um, with the guy you just mentioned, and it's, it's it, it, you can tell that like that very much impact. Like having watched what happened with Henry and Sam, obviously, very much impacted him, and it, it, for me, it was like kind of clear in some of his, uh, you know. In some of his uh, conversations with Tommy, and then ulti- and ultimately with what he tried to do in trying to pass off Ellie because he didn't think he was capable. Yeah, you know, he didn't her. think he could yeah.
2: protect her anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I'm sorry, what were you about to say about episode five?
2: Oh no, I was going to say that like um, kind of a cool real world thing happened. So uh, the actor who played. Sam is actually, he is deaf in in real life. And that whole, the sign language thing, the whole like him, Sam being deaf, that was not something that was in the game. They added that to this. And I thought it was really kind of cool. It added a whole new layer um, and nuance to what was going on because it's one of those things where like, One side of our country and not even like it's the minority is like, oh, why do you have to do all this forced diversity stuff? Because people like seeing representation. They like seeing themselves on on screen and being able to identify with that. And why not? What does it hurt? Either way, uh, Kayvon Woodard is his name. Um, Mm -hmm. With us being DC sports fans, uh, our boy Ovi, did you see the interaction between uh, Ovi and uh, Kayvon Woodard? No, I didn't. He, Kayvon Woodard, I think is from the DC area, and he plays hockey, and he got to meet Ovi, and Ovi signed a stick for him and gave him a big hug and hung out with him. Yeah, I sent, um, I sent the TikTok in our group chat, um, but it was really, really cool, and he was like, this is so cool, thank you so much. It was just, like, a really, really, like, genuinely sweet interaction with the two of them.
1: That is awesome, yeah. I, 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 I must have, I must have missed that, um, because yeah. I absolutely want to, um, when they go find it. Oh, and yeah, you're right. He, uh, he made waves on, as a forward on the Bowie hockey club under 10 team in PG County. Yeah. And yeah. If during a Friday visit to the caps practice faci- uh, facilities, they would have that face to face with Ovi. That's awesome. And got to, and, meet,
2: got to meet the goat.
1: <laughs> and, uh, like it's the thing I love most too. And I mean, we haven't talked about it in a while because we haven't, uh, you know, we haven't talked about the caps or anything, Yeah, I remember. Like one of the things we talked a lot about when they won their uh, when they won their championship was the fact that you know of all the local sports teams, they're clearly the most charitable in terms of their community involvement. Oh yeah, like uh, I told you about, like how players you know uh, go regularly hang out at Fort Dupont, um, Fort Dupont Hockey, which is not in which is in one of the worst parts of the city. But they go there and they hang out and they they, they skate and do stuff with the kids there, which I, which I think is great. And they even brought the they brought the they brought stan uh, the Stanley Cup there when they yeah. were you know everywhere going everywhere with Lord Stanley. And um, yeah, this just kind of uh, very much just kind of reminds me of like that that awesome nature. I haven't been paying too much attention to the Caps, but like stuff like that, I think is 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 really dope to to see because you don't always get that with especially star athletes for yeah for team.
2: oh yeah for sure and like they brought um they brought dsp back they brought Devonte smith pelly back for um for february for black history month and he did the puck drop today against the uh when it was the caps rangers and like they had special black history month uh warm-up jerseys and like he was doing a lot of I stuff with the years. uh with the community yeah i agree like they do more with the community than um honestly like most of the other sports teams or you know like we also might be biased because we're so pissed off with the football team um yeah yeah and uh, i have
1: a post game episode you might have to get you in on that one because i'm I'm, yeah there's the the news that came out about the owner today and what he's what he what he's doing over the process of the sale yeah um is uh is definitely kind of kind of noteworthy
2: Kind of a mid episode preview for some of the other stuff we do here at GGR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I realize that we may not have talked about episode uh, four either. Did that we? was did we not- yeah that was the one where they get into St. Louis, if I remember, correctly, or not St. Louis, Kansas City. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I know we talked about the first couple um, up to, the, and we did the Bill and Frank episode. So the first three, and then we did. Um, yeah, I don't think we did the Kansas City episode. But um, either way, I mean, that kind of led into what was happening. That would make sense. Yep.
1: Timeline-wise, because I think that Saturday would have been, I think that Saturday would have been, or the previous week would have been that episode. And then that following weekend was the weekend we met up for your birthday. Yeah. So missed that. And then last weekend was my birthday. So I (laughs) missed that. And uh, yeah, so like yeah, I think I think that Yeah, I don't th- I don't think we talked about episode about episode four.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I'm but like, I mean, trying to
1: remember. I'm trying to remember what else happened in that episode other than, um, Ellie saved Joel's life. If I remember right. Yeah,
2: yeah, because like they they get ambushed um, right. after getting the truck, and um, what was cool was one of the things that I really liked is that Ellie had never been in a car before. And she was like amazed by it. She's like, it's like a spaceship. And she's like putting on the seatbelt and like um
1: <laughs> Yeah,
2: that all of that was really, really funny. I like I really like that. That's that's the other thing they do it really well with the show, is they balance like the the dread and horror with like also the fact that like Ellie's just a kid. And yeah. there's these moments of joy, like like you mentioned when um when Joel got to meet back up with um Tommy and like they actually, there was like genuine happiness for for just a second, you know. Like yeah. it was, it was just, it was really cool um, to see that. And even
1: and even later in that episode, when Joel is is trying to explain football to her while they're um, riding south on
2: the horse, that was funny as shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, what happens on the fourth down? Yeah, that was that was really really yeah, funny. Uh, that, yeah.
1: That, yeah, that part was 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 awesome. And honestly, like uh Bella's doing a great job, like uh as as Ellie too. Cause I like yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm getting little moments of remembering what it was like for me when I was that age and like didn't really know shit about shit. And the first time I'm learning about it and like she's doing such a great job of like really selling like oh a thirteen year old who didn't grow up with any of the stuff that we did, learning about like, oh, people used to be like people used to be like this uh this was a sport we used to play uh uh communism was a bad thing or seen as a bad thing apparently
2: uh. oh that was absolutely hilarious because that was such a middle finger to to conservatives like so it's communism yeah basically like and they just didn't they didn't fucking care um yeah uh what's what's interesting i'm actually on i'm on google right now because i have the um the cast of The Last of Us up so we can, you know, I actually know the names of the actors when we discuss them. But there's a little thing, whenever you pull up The Last of Us on Google, on the bottom of the screen, a little red mushroom pops up. And if you click on the mushroom, it takes over the whole screen with cordyceps fungus. And it's like, it's the craziest looking thing, dude. It's it's really cool. But like, I love when they do little things like that. It's, it, is it that big a deal? No, but it's just really cool. Like to see that there's this many people excited about something like this. And, um. I wanted I wanted to speak on something you mentioned earlier. You said that like this gives hope to all those people who are like you can't do good video game adaptations because when we talked about it and like I'm not gonna like retroactively go back and say that I didn't like Halo because I did I enjoyed the Halo series yeah. but as we talked to people who were really big Halo fans. We are realizing that it it was not a good adapt- adaptation adaptation yeah. at all. It was not faithful to the video games. It's not faithful to any of the books or anything like that. I thought it was a good series, but again, I didn't have really any, any investment in it. Yeah. For me, it was just a first person shooter that I played once before. I didn't really care about the lore. It was like this awesome dude who has a shield and some armor and a gun, like just goes around blowing yeah. shit up. That, that's all that I cared about. So
1: yeah which and the thing is like stuff like that can be fine and I think the the last of us just they just get it right in like balancing the stuff that core fans who love the franchise are going to be attracted to the series for and also people who have never played the game probably may not even play games literally know nothing have enough for them to gravitate towards that also separates it from other shows like The Walking Dead yeah you know because it's not like the whole idea of you know we're in a we're in, in the pot in a zombie apocalypse where there's this thing that's you know turning everyone into mindless people trying to kill everything um and and really the the, the like the best the, the the best series will be able to hopefully like marry those two things because i mean like like i i think overall i liked halo i didn't i didn't really care for the into this uh, i don't think i care for the finale all that much but um, overall, yeah. you know, I, I I liked it, you know, but but also like I that's not my fandom, so like I, yeah. you know, things that I know others will be critical of, or not things that I would be super super critical of, and you know, like in some cases there you always know like you know kind of like you all mentioned like no one hates Star Wars like Star Wars fans you're gonna yeah. always have those people you're gonna you're gonna always have those people who are just gonna be hate who are gonna hate the new thing the adaptations of things because. You know, it's not the thing. It's not the exact way that they want it to be. But you know, it, it the we're getting like we're the reality is we're just getting spoiled because there's so much media out here, and like the fact we're even getting the this, this type of stuff. Like uh, Rambo and Yuli were talking about it when we were um, out for your birthday yeah. about like we're getting a third Ant Man movie. How crazy is it to say that, right? Yeah. Uh, so like I mean even within these like we're getting adaptations of these things and like they're getting turned into uh, series, movies. We we we're, we're getting this in a different format than the format we were introduced uh, introduced to it then and uh, like it's awesome. Like Yeah. It, it, the thing is is like isn't like everything isn't going to be for 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 everyone and that's okay. The people who like the stuff are going to like it and that's 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 all right. Um, but also like, you know, it's, it's not bad just because you as a core fan don't like it. And it's, you know, like everything's not going to please everyone, but the reality is that there's just so much good stuff out here. And the last of us is just kind of like it's peak. And hopefully this is kind of like a, uh, this is like kind of, well, I don't want to say a starting point. Cause we've had other good, like recent, uh, adaptations of things uh the castlevania uh, animated show on netflix uh cyberpunk edge runners which is also on netflix the the sonic movie uh, i think very clearly the the last of us like we we have recent examples of things that started in, in this format getting adapted to something else and being good but this is clearly like this show is very clearly kind of setting a newer a yeah. new standard um where like it shows like you can if you if you have the care and you give a shit you can make something that doesn't have to be a one-to-one adaptation and can be something that will appease the core fans and also be able to bring new people in who may want to go play the game now that they've seen the show
2: yeah yeah to really I mean like I don't have a modern system to play it on, but I kind of want one now so I can or, play it.
1: Or, or you can watch a let's play on on YouTube or
2: Twitch. There you go. Yeah, I could do that too. Shoot, there's so many options out there for content. Uh, Mr. Rambo, welcome back. Um, Hello. Give us a little a little uh, razzle dazzle here. Tell us what what your, how you feel about these last three episodes that we've had. Joel and Ellie get to Kansas City. Uh, everything's fucked in Kansas City. Um, just the absolute tragedy of, uh, Sam and Henry. Um, and, and like that one, one thing, and then, you, um, go ahead and jump in and, and, and give us your thoughts here. Uh, the character that was played is Kathleen is her name was the character, uh, played Definitely. by Melanie, uh, Linsky, like simple, like execution, because it was just, this is what I want because you killed my brother yeah. period. Didn't care that if if her brother was a piece of shit or not. Didn't matter. None of that mattered. He's my brother and this is why I'm doing it. And like some characters are complex and some characters have some really complex reasons for doing what they're doing. I really liked that hers was not, but I also love that she was so fucking ruthless with that little girl voice that she has that very sweet Kind innocent voice, she and then she's a like, "Very soft feminine voice." She does, and then she's like, "I'm gonna shoot you in your fucking head," and you're just like, "Oh damn!" Like, <laughs> yeah, um I i love that they they teased in the the first episode when they were in Kansas City, the ground like rumbling and swelling, and they're like, "Don't talk about it," and then it fucking bit him in the ass in the next episode. It it pulled the checkoff's gun thing. Like, if you have a gun in the first act, it has to be shot in the second act. Like, I thought that was. Really, really well done. Plus that big, giant, fucking, like Hulk thing that was like the not bloater. the clicker, the bloater. Holy shit, that thing is frightening. Yep. and, yeah. the, and it's
0: it's very vaguely alluded to in uh yep in what is it, the second episode? Yeah. Um, where Ellie's asking questions and they're like, nah, yep. my, "No, like a big, crazy, fat monster thing," um, and it's just they hadn't seen it
2: uh <laughs> nope <laughs> um yeah um your thoughts man on the on the last three episodes that we've uh we've seen catching us up to uh to yeah where, where are they they're in they're in like northern colorado i believe is that right uh yeah? wyoming i think they were wyoming, in wyoming, yeah, wyoming and then wyoming the they went to that college that was do you, yeah, yeah 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 um yeah. Well, I, so
0: so to to follow up on what you were saying, I think the thing that makes uh, is it Marlene? Um, no, no, Marlene's the the woman who originally sent them to yeah, uh, the
2: leader of the fireflies. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Melanie Linsky's character. What yeah, makes Kathleen, her yeah. is it Kathleen? Yeah, yeah. What yeah, makes Kathleen. her even um, more reprehensible and and a much more interesting villain is. It's Not that her brother was a piece of shit, her brother was a wonderful man, yeah. Her brother was this very sweet, kind man who was doing his best, and Sam did what he had to do in order to save his brother. Um, because she even has a line about how, uh, when there's a scene where, where Perry comes in and he starts talking to her, uh, Perry, it just occurred to me that Perry is the paramilitary. Uh, uh, <laughs> like badass, who incidentally also is the voice of Tony in the game. Yeah. Uh, or Tommy. Tommy in the game.
2: Um, uh, they've done a lot with that where they've, where they've, um, smoking hot.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That guy was sexy. Jesus. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Put his armor and yeah, his hair yeah. slicked
2: back. Yeah. Right yeah. In the fucking yeah.
0: beard just like yeah. machismo out the ass. Um, but, uh, he comes in and he's you know he's about to talk to her and Kathleen's like just stop like don't if you're gonna tell me that we shouldn't kill Henry um or, you know, say yeah because Sam's the, the little kid if you're gonna tell me we shouldn't kill Henry like just don't because you're gonna tell me that like this is what I can't remember his brother's name but this is what he would want I know because he told me like yeah she got the word from she, and it, it, it's this matter of like no, no this is vengeance for me this is not about this is about the death of my brother but in, in so much as you took him from me so i'm going to take something from you um and you know she makes that point of saying uh, uh when she when she confronts um uh, when she confronts Henry, she's like you know brothers sometimes brothers die it's a thing that oh, yeah. happens. Yeah, and the really fucked up part is like, if I'm so so, you know, it was just a matter of like choosing my family over your family, um, and yeah, sometimes brothers die, and he still did. Like Ugh. with everything that happened, with um, yeah, you know, with everything that ended up going down, like. Did Henry make the right choice? Did he uh, you know yeah. if, if 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 Sam had died, they would still have a kind, peaceful leader of the revolution. Um as opposed to Kathleen who's in charge
2: now. <laughs> well not now. Um nope. but uh, now she's mushroom food. Yes. Yeah, uh, but it's it's you know it's
0: that kind of like layered complexity. Um, fun fact about that kid—I don't know if y'all have mentioned it—he's from Bowie. Yeah, yeah.
1: We were, yeah. Talk- we were talking we about talked, how we about the yeah. Um, yeah, we yeah. were talking
2: about how he got to go to Capital One Arena and, he got to and meet uh, meet, the, meet the Caps and meet Ovi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's a hockey player. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. yeah, and like um, yeah, that that is really cool. He's a local boy, man. That's exciting. I'm um, blanking on the, the, the
0: name of the consultant, but the the, um, the ASL consultant for the show is the same guy who came up with the underwater uh, sign language for the Na'vi in the new Avatar movie. He's also the guy who came up with the sign language for Dusk and Raiders in Mandalorian. Oh,
2: in fucking Mandalorian. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's um, awesome. Yeah, we we did talk about that um that like it's awesome to get to see this kind of representation because normally you didn't. And like Yeah. it's really getting a chance to shine with with all of these shows wanting to showcase this sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. Dr. Dr. Paul Frommer. Yes. The first, the first there you go. The name.
2: Um
0: But yeah, it's uh well, it ain't uplifting. I'll say that. No, uh, it's not. It's not, <laughs> it's not a place you should turn if you want to, you know, you want to brighten your day. Um, but its it surely is a an accurate and um, more than worthy adaptation at this point. Um, I like the fact that it is not a one to one translation because yeah. if I wanted that, I would just play the game again. Um, and the choices that they keep making that do differ differ in ways that add to the story not subtract from it um this is also one of the first times that i've been listening to the podcast that goes along with the show oh yeah uh, troy baker who was who, who the voice of uh, joel in the game hosts yeah. the show um and i don't know if they'll change it up but thus far it's just been him craig mazin and is it neil Drucker? Um but the, the creator and the head writer on, on on the game. Uh and it's them talking about the the uh the episode that disrupt. Uh and it is fucking fascinating and it it's very interesting. Uh and particularly to hear Baker talk about uh his reaction to the way Pascal plays Joel, uh and how like they're like <laughs> like Pedro will do something and, and Baker will be like, God damn it, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> like um in the in the second episode when uh when Tess gets bitten and she she said she's been bitten and Joel's like show me and she takes a step forward. He like he like jumps back because he's scared. And and he's like, You son of a bitch, that's so good. And like that's such an instinctual move. Um but uh yeah, it's just been really impressive. I I was It was really interesting to see how they played the. How quickly the relationship between Tommy and Joel went from, I'm so happy to see you to, what the fuck? Like, like, it, it, like, the, 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 there was the excitement and the relief. And as soon as that showed up, it was immediately replaced with, why the fuck did I have to come across the country to find you? Um yeah. And I I I had heard a couple of people talking about um I'm blanking on her name, the actor who plays Tara in True, True Blood. Um about the fact that she's like seen shady or she's like manipulating Ellie and I'm like no.
2: No, she's sure wait, no, that's not uh Rutina Wesley. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes, um sure. yeah. She's a woman
0: who is protecting a young girl from the man she knows to be a murderer. Like she's she's like the most straightforward. Um, but his name was Mike. Oh, Michael, not Henry. What the fuck? Um, uh, yeah, Michael and Sam. Um, no, 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 no. I was no. Talking with
1: Kathleen. Michael, Kathleen. Oh shit. Okay, Kathleen's brother is my is my. Yeah. Brother. Yes. Okay, yes. it is Henry.
0: All right. Cool. 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 I know things. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of jumping around a lot. Uh, it is it's really uh, satisfying to see um, Joel really be honest with his brother about how he feels, how he's responding to things, how everything is affecting him. Um, the scene between him and Ellie in the bedroom is almost word for word from the game oh yeah um as well it should because like when you get it right the first time just yep. that's what you do uh and, and and as I'm watching it I was like uh I started noticing like oh that that looks familiar where where have I seen this college oh I know what's gonna happen and it was just an instant like uh oh, this is gonna be bad um but uh but yeah i look forward to uh to the 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 next episode starting and ellie is on a stealth
1: mission um there's only two episodes left in the season oh so this is tomorrow's the penultimate
2: god damn um I'm just shout out to MC for using penultimate. We don't use well, that well word done, enough. Sorry. Yeah. Well yeah using it correctly, no less. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, second second to last. Yeah.
0: So fun fact from what was it, episode four? So four is Yeah, episode four. Um, with uh with the doctor that Kathleen's interrogating. Um for all us uh Millennial and, and, you know, and all our Gen X uh, listeners. Um, you know that actor from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. What? He's John gets he played Gus in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, oh. the super slimy creep that is, is dating Rose. Um Yeah, and he plays oh. a incredibly sympathetic man in the show. <laughs> um Outstanding. Yeah, you popped up on screen. I was like, "Oh shit, fucking love that guy." Um, so yeah, it is. It's 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 been incredibly well done. I'm I'm very pleased with it. It is making me all the more. I don't want to say excited, but very like I was interested before, but I'm very interested now to go back and finally watch um, uh, Chernobyl because I haven't watched it yet.
2: Yeah, um, neither have I. Yeah,
0: and yeah. it is. I I've heard so many things about the good things about the quality of it but just being there. there's times that apparently they they really play with the fact that the audience knows what's going on but people there don't know what's going on so like the fact that people will just be like exposed and in, in a room with like plutonium and you're like oh god get out of there <laughs> like you're gonna <laughs> fucking die <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, I, I this show has been uh, fantastic. Every guest star has been incredibly welcome and does a does a wonderful job. Um, fucking Gabriel Luna, Gabriel Luna coming back as Tommy, it's great. Yeah. Uh, Regina Wesley is awesome. I'm always happy to see her. Um, sh- fucking shout out to the show for being like, hey, um, Ellie is a teenager, uh, teenage girl, more than likely is going to be menstruating soon. Here. Here's a fucking Diva Cup and instructions Um, on how to fucking use it.
2: Diva Cup? Oh, those things are so gross.
0: I mean it's not like they're making new
2: tampon. No, but I mean yeah, yeah we're yeah. in a yeah, we're in a pandemic. I get it. Like and, and honestly, it's the smartest thing they could have done because you gotta you, you can't use pads anymore because they're probably like all like expired or gross or covered in fungus at this point. So like yeah, it would make sense that everybody would be using diva cups because they're reusable. They're gross, but they're reusable.
0: Uh- <laughs> you know when the menstrual cup was invented? I looked oh. it up. Because me and Katie were watching, and she was like, Diva Cups weren't around back then. Uh, The menstrual cup was invented in the 1860s. Diva Cup in particular, the brand, was created in 2003.
2: Shout out to Diva Cup. Maybe we can get a sponsorship.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure
0: they're going to sponsor this show.
2: At The Diner, (laughs) sponsored by Diva Cup. Um, If you need men to
0: tell you about menstruation, you come to At The Diner who put better the in,
1: put the men in mis-
0: menstruation
1: <laughs> <laughs> who better to talk about
2: menstruation than three dudes yeah um, I was... three cis dudes no less um... one thing i love that that a lot of zombie shows do um walking dead did it a little bit but then walking dead lasted for about 10 seasons longer than it should have um is you you don't want to overuse the zombies and like what we're seeing with this is the zombies are not the monsters. It's it's humanity that's the monster in The Last of Us. It's but you see both sides of it. You see both spectrums because you saw that like this one group was able to turn Jackson Hole, Wyoming, to this really awesome commune. Like they had to go about some pretty extreme ways of keeping it safe and keeping it protected. But like they had this amazing community, and there were they everybody was fed, and there was electricity, and there was running water. So like when working together good things can happen but also you have bands of raiders that you have to worry about um you have things like kansas city where it's like oh hey we freed the city from uh from ferda um yes i know it's fedra i'm calling it ferda um we but like the the quote unquote freedom fighters but like were they really that good because like they're setting traps to murder people that are coming through like it's they do a really good job of, of showing the nuance there. And like it's it's not even so much like the, the zombies or the, the mushroom monsters are the bad guy. There's just like a force in nature. And like it's yeah. just something that you have to contend with. It's not like let's defeat the zombies. It's just like, fuck, we gotta deal with them. One way or the other.
0: And by by having fewer characters to keep track of, by having a shorter season, they're able to condense things and you know this is a story that has a definitive ending um you know even if they decide to do like a, a I mean, you could easily do two seasons and knock out the game with no problem um and so i could see this being like four seasons and the and the third and fourth is the second game the second game yeah um but Ooh. it's because
1: <laughs> well, I, I just i just remembered uh, like the thing that happens in the second game, I'm like, man, I don't know how how well over that's gonna go.
2: Not, it's I not gonna go over well.
1: Only
0: know a little bit, but I'm I'm sure I'm sure no matter what it is, someone will be upset. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, when you when you when you can just get to the fucking point and and really uh, uh you know get down with the potatoes <clears throat> of things it's almost always a better story yeah. um you know a filler episode can I mean, be fun or nice every now and then but it's nice when you just tell your I story mean, and be done
1: i mean we have a, a a good example of this you can look at like superman and lois that first season being 13 episodes as opposed to Arrow and Flash that were doing 22, 23 episodes, yep. and having to do stuff to pad that season out to make that episode count, as opposed to Superman and Lois, tell your story, get through it, move on to the next thing. Yep. And even with the, the, the them adding episodes every season uh, since, you know they're, they're they're taking they're still taking advantage of 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 doing stuff that way instead of needing to feeling like they need to pad the story out to make sure they they get to this this thing yeah i mean you can even use you can even use the example of like the netflix the 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 netflix uh, marvel shows daredevil versus the cw shows yeah Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i was trying to figure out where i had seen gabriel luna from and i'm looking through his um wikipedia right now um oh was oh fuck he was robbie reyes okay cool
0: he Robert Reyes. Uh, he's the Terminator in the most recent Terminator movie.
2: Oh, shit. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Ter- Dark Fate. Yeah. OK. I'm just looking like because I've heard the name before and I'm like, where have I seen this dude before? And then, yeah, that explains it. OK. He doesn't look like a Terminator, but I mean, well, no, you know what? He kind of looks like Robert Patrick now that I'm looking at him. OK. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Either way, I'm I'm enjoying the shit out of this. Um, one of the things that is really interesting about this, I didn't mention it before, um, but I was finally able to put words to it. Um it reminds me of Handmaid's Tale in a way. Um with with both shows being about content that can be really pretty depressing. Um, but it's shot in a way that is so visually captivating. Like this is not the, the days of movies having a bigger budget than television are over. Like TV is getting just as much of a budget now. And like the quality is there. Like cinematography is, is a priority now. Like the way things are shot, the acting, like all of that, the script writing, all of that is so much better than it was when we were growing up with TV. And like... You, you can see it in this show again again it's, it's a fucking bummer town usa every time you turn into this show but like it's so beautifully shot and like all of the locations they choose are just like it, it the, the way that they do it that you can tell that they really spent the time and effort to make sure that this was done meticulously and like one of the things i love that hbo max does man is when you're watching the episode if you just let the episode play after the credits they automatically go into a behind the scenes look of yep. that episode like I yeah. fucking love that it's so great and like you get a lot of insight into how they did it and like it's just it it's nice to have a show that I'm like something new that I because very, very like for the most part like if it's like hey there's a new Star Wars series cool I know Star Wars hey there's a new Marvel series cool I know Marvel like there's a familiarity I didn't know shit about this other than fucking mushrooms and zombies and uh, and um the Mandalorian is is, is helping another kid um So it was cool to have something completely different, something completely new, and like to be like this in depth into it and like really learning all of the stuff that goes into this.
0: Yes, indeed.
2: Yeah. So we'll go ahead and we'll wrap up this episode. Um, we've got another episode of The Last of Us coming up, so we'll keep talking about this until season one is over. So, so you got two more weeks. Two more weeks, yeah. Two more. Actually, and we'll
1: more... technically, t- 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 eight more days because tomorrow and then next week is the finale.
2: Yeah, depending on when you listen to this episode. But so I, yeah,
1: but but I did mention we're getting more Pedro because Mandalorian starts next week on Wednesday.
2: It's just a Pedro fest just that's so much pedro all the pedro all the time i am for this that's right fuck mandalorian does start soon doesn't it
1: yeah
2: i'm excited about this and then like right now on paramount plus uh star trek picard season three is happening and we're two episodes into that and that's pretty decent so far um it's it's a little like what not schlocky but it's a little soap opera so far Uh, for anybody who's been watching. I'm not going to give any spoilers, (laughs) but there's a couple of things where it's just kind of like, yeah, I saw that coming. Okay, cool. Like, Oh, big reveal. Ooh. Okay. But yeah, overall it's fun. Um, we have a justified, uh, character pop up in, um, in Star Trek Picard Rambo. It's, um, let me pull up. Um, it's, he plays captain Shaw in, uh, season three of Picard. He's the new captain of the USS Titan. Um, and he is the actor's name. Hang on a second. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, uh, Todd Stashwick. As soon as you see Todd Stashwick, you're like, fuck, I know this guy from somewhere. Um, he was one of the prison guards in like season two or season three of, um, justified when, like, cause as soon as yeah, I saw him, okay. yeah, yeah. Now you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, the
0: guy looks familiar. Yeah,
2: yeah. He looks like
0: if uh if Cheyenne Jackson got into a car accident and had reconstructive surgery. <laughs> but he's that. not an ugly guy, yeah, at all. But he looks like he looks like a really pretty guy had to have his face fixed, like the way Hamill got in that car that, that motorcycle accident.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Interesting. It's fucked up, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Tell me I'm wrong. I didn't. I didn't say you were wrong. I like, <laughs> said it was fucked up. That's all I said. Um. Yeah. Ash Murphy was the name of the character that he played in uh, in Justified. Um. Yeah. Again, like a prison guard in. I. He was only in four episodes, and he, uh, he obviously got murdered or something because you know that's how they solve problems in Justified. Um. But yeah, let's move on to the other big topic that we have here. Uh, so stay tuned. To our other episode that we'll have for you folks coming out here real soon, where MC Rambo and myself we talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. So that'll be fun. Uh, make sure you tune into that. But big thanks to all of you out there who are listening. We appreciate you. We really, truly do. This is why we do this, so that we can communicate with you across the airwaves. Um, Hey, reach out to us. If you have questions, if you have concerns, if you have comments, we have a Facebook page. It's, it's I mean, it's right there. It's Great Geek Refuge. Uh, we have a Gmail, it's greatgeekrefuge at gmail.com. You can comment on any of our posts on the website, which is, again, greatgeekrefuge.com. So go there, comment, like, follow, all that fun stuff. We still have a Twitter, even though who knows how long that's gonna last, As Elon Musk tries to destroy the whole thing um, but we still do have a Twitter if you want to reach out to us on Twitter you can do that as well it's at great geek refuge uh, all that being said uh, we appreciate you we love you and remember folks together there are no heights that we can't reach
0: thank you for listening to- Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags.
1: <laughs> yeah, boy!